Welcome back to the Lion's Share Podcast. All right, Tommy, Tommy, you got to turn the, this is when you, Tommy, you got to turn the music down. Tommy! Man, Jeez, to find good help these guy. days. Tommy, you better figure it out, buddy. I, I can't be irresponsible, okay? Figure it out. He, is he, he might not make the active roster. Uh, we've got to cut this down. We've got cuts coming up. Hey, man. Tommy, he said it. Cut day's coming. Hot seat. And if you think that's our intro, it's not. You've been psyched out. That's actually the official Amazon Prime Thursday night football opening theme. We now have new music to grace our ears in addition to what we've heard for years or decades from NFL and Fox, CBS, ESPN, NBC, and NFL Network. So we've got a new one in the list now. I could not be happier. I love I love me some Thursday night football. I'm already a prime user. I'm in on it. I'm here for it. And I I, I like it. I love it. I I haven't heard what people have said about it, but I, I absolutely love it. So as in as anything on the internet, it's gonna be met with lots of opinions. Heavy opinions, right? So just the barometer that I'm seeing, let's read through a few comments. Sounds like a slot machine song, or maybe I'm just a degenerate. 100 wor- 100% worst one is Prime. Was that a one-star review? No. Well, no. This is just Instagram comments, but... Wow. Mid at best. Bro, listening to all these except Prime get me pumped for football. The short answer is yes. The long-winded answer is yes again. There was, Feels like was I'm a... on hold for for Dick's Sporting Goods. I, I couldn't disagree more. I, I love it. It's a little quiet at the beginning. It's a little slow. And then you can tell. I can already picture the backdrop that they're going to have for it and kind of some of the graphics that are going to go along with it. I can, I can already picture it. I can't tell I, you what it is because it's in my mind. You can't see it. <laughs> just imagine, folks. I think, I think I've got to give it some time, let it grow on me. I think um, everybody these days just makes quick judgments, and so instant reaction is always hate, whether it's a, a new logo for a team or a brand or a new music track that's going to play on Thursday night football. I think everybody overreacts right off the beginning. And then, you know, by week eight, people are going to be like, Hey, you know what? That's actually not that bad. Yeah. I, I think they're going to like it more. I think the big thing is if they saw a video of it, seeing, seeing orchestra, it's odd, but hearing it soul on its own, that's another. I, so I think if they put some graphics behind it, it's going to look good, and the music's going to go with it, and I think they're going to like it more. It's all part of a, of many layers. It's an onion. In Lions-specific news, we had a preseason W achieved. So one and one now on the season, preseason that is, with a win over the Indianapolis Colts. Yet again, coming down to the wire, nearly... Nearly had a, a situation where the Colts w- were able to win it um, by uh, getting the two-point conversion, but the defense locked it down when it was needed most. And Dan Dan was made made that apparent in his post-game speech featured on Hard Knocks. But I think it's a vast improvement over what we saw in Week One. Agreed, but not only did the defense step up and make a stop, the offense went down and got that touchdown. I DC wanted to go for it, said "fuck it, let's do it." Got that, got that Tom Kennedy touchdown. Tom with uh, what do you have? He had two, right? Yes, sir. I like he's high pointing balls. He's high pointing them away from his body and bringing them in above the defender's head. I, that was that was textbook to watch that t- second one. He he seems to be, be developing, and um, I want to table that discussion about him for a little bit just so we can um, overview a little more, but we have a, a specific segment on 
him and the rest of the wide receiver core as we break down um, where we feel the cuts will take place. But in other news, Dan, um, not Dan, um, Mr. David Blau was able to redeem himself of sorts after the miscue in week one of the preseason. He was given the quote-unquote starting role for week two, as many starters on both sides did not uh, did not play a single snap. The guys that did start were were fluctuated in and out quite a bit, and uh, it really felt like this was a game where they were trying to figure out some uh, some of these roster spots, and by doing that, they had the guys that have locked in roster spots sit. Is what it felt like. It did, and I'm sorry to say it. It hurts my soul to feel it too. I think Pimpleton might not be making that 53, man. Do, do we want to go into it right now? I think we go. Do we just go into I'm it? We don't have a lot I'm to. Just... We don't have a lot to say from the preseason game, other than it's good to see them get that win and grind it out, gritty win. Uh, I think the only thing I have to add to that, as far as team goes is that, um, man, let's win some games that aren't aren't so close, right? Yeah, you got to, like, hope that they can win a couple-handed games. But honestly, I would have taken the win or loss in this one. They felt like they were working specific, um, I don't know, series of plays and, and feeling the defense and taking it for what they were. It, it's I, I, I almost kind of like the close game scenarios in the preseason to let the defense get that feel. Cause I have a feeling they're going to struggle for a little bit. For sure. And I, I think that's a good point. Um, the close games, you learn more than uh, blowouts one way or the other, whether it's them winning by a lot or losing by a lot. And that's going to help them down the road. Um, I think you're right. It was, it, it was more cohesive this week and it just felt like things kind of were clicking a little bit better on both sides of the ball. Defense has still got, got work to do. And I think that comes as no surprise, but Aaron, I got, you got to just trust in Aaron Glenn, I guess, to that he's going to put the guys in place that need to be there. The best that we can provide um, with this roster and that his schemes will ultimately lift all boats. Yeah, and unfortunately, the DBs probably had the worst showing of the night. Kirby Joseph got torched a few times. <laughs> it's uh, definitely was... definitely an area to watch, um, and not and not a good area to watch either. It's it, yeah, there's going to be a lot of competition there. A lot of competition, but I don't think anybody's in it for the long haul. I think Jeff Okuda's in, obviously, but he's got to step up. He's got to be better. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I think we saw some of that in the joint practices. Uh, there, a lot of the Hard Knocks episode was focused on um, the running backs, but we'll get into that, of course. But um, we, um, and we we talked about this a little bit in the in last week's episode, where we had there the reports that day one was not was not good at all for the Lions in their joint practice with the Indianapolis Colts, but day two was a lot better. And we yes. saw that in the episode, but um, we also saw that in reports that came out the day after that we we recorded. So it's just show, yes. it goes to show how quickly things can change in in these practices in preseason when things aren't fully uh, developed. Yeah, speaking of what we were seeing on Hard Knocks, if we're going to get into it, that beautiful practice facility from the Colts. My goodness, was that magical walking through the woods on the painted sidewalk that was i want to be a part of that you could say it was majestic i would agree my goodness did not know that existed for the colts i believe I, it's brand new isn't it oh yeah, well, i believe it's brand new they kept referring to it as the field of dreams and i think that's a good way to uh, describe it <laughs> yes i agree walking out of the woods into a big field and those cameras the that they use are obviously top of the line so they they really present it in a good light i'm sure it looks good in person as well but i, I think the cameras really 
really make it shine. Yeah, and you get to ride e-bikes and golf carts if you want to. <laughs> it looked like they those were exclusive to the Colts, right? The Lions had to make the walk, right? Oh, I'm assuming the Lions had to make the walk. For it's sure. just the home field advantage that they have. Interesting yeah. that they um, that they chartered a plane on the short journey to Indianapolis. Didn't want to make the, t- the team bus ride, huh? Saw that. Saw the semi getting loaded in the episode as well. Mm-hmm. How they saw got it all, man. They covered it all. Heck yeah, man. Showing the working man packing that semi full. I think one more thing on David Blau is we talked about this in a previous episode. From his but, performance? No, just that he's a he's a golly guy. He, he I think oh we we foreshadowed that when he he's never got the um what did he say? Um uh fudge. Fudge. Fudge and I think at you, the bottom of the pile. I think you mentioned that he just Gold by happenstance guard. that you said golly, he's a golly guy, and he he dropped the golly this week. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, I heard it. I absolutely heard it. You but, gotta uh, know, man. He's he's never gonna slip up. That's that's his lifestyle. That's what he's about. Feels like he's probably number two as of right now. Um, I think we can go into the discussion we want to the the juicy conversation of if we think, um. Mr. Easy, as they call him, will make the team. No, and nope. <laughs> and and Khalil Pimpleton being number two is if we. I, I you you very clearly said Easy is a no. And what do you think about Pimpleton? As much as I want him there, I don't think he will. I thought his only shot of making the team was uh, was deep in the receivers, and if he was decent on special teams and. If that preseason game showed us anything, that's that's not going to happen for him. I think um, just off my gut feeling in the episode, watching the episode, my first instinct was easy ain't making it, and I think we're in agreement there. Um, Pimpleton, I felt like this is my gut feeling. I was thinking he's going to make the team. So I looked at the roster a little closer just to kind of map it out and it depends on how, how other things shuffle out at other positions about how many wide receivers they keep. But if if you think about it, obviously Amonra St. Brown is one. He's he's a lock, right? So DJ there's Shark. one. There's one. Uh, Shark two. Cephas or or Reynolds are probably three. Um, so there's two right there. So that's we're at four with between Brown, Reynolds, Cephas, and Shark. Shark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Tom Kennedy's showing like he's probably going to make the team. I would um, say that game locked him in. And then Khalif Raymond is yep. probably on the team just by virtue of he's fast, good in the return game, shifty, and uh, obviously he's he's been here before, so he's got the experience of being in the Honolulu blue. So that's it. We're at six there. Yep. Um, and from there, there's a couple other um, wide receivers, uh, Maurice Alexander, Trinity Benson, and Khalil Pimpleton, the one in question. So yeah. it's, it's going to be closer for, for, for all pimp. Alexander was the kick returner, correct? Yeah. Okay. But, that's but, that's that's what I thought Pimp had going for him, and that that was his shot at staying on the team. But I think Alexander's returns kind of yeah kicked so him Khalif, down another peg. Khalif may do some returning as well. He did last year. I, I don't know if that's locked in or not, but he might do punts though. Yeah, that's the other layer to this, and I think. Uh, I mean, I texted you it during the game. I thought that was a touchdown to Pendleton. He's got to catch that, right? I thought it was too. I thought I wanted him to make the team so bad. And when I saw that throw, I thought, yes, just to see it fall out. Oh, devastating. His mom looked equally dis- devastated. <laughs> and the, the, family, <laughs> the, the family shots always are uh, must-see TV. It uh, brings you back to reality. 
So we're we're voting no. Is it is it a consensus no on easy, Mr. O, o um Obena? Obena Yeah, essay. fortunately I feel like he's I think uh, in my day we called them loafs. Mm-hmm. Loafing around. Uh I feel like he's had way too many loafs. I mean, if for them to point out one on hard knocks in practice, I feel like he's had quite a few. So I feel like uh he's not gonna make it. Yeah, and looking at the um, the other tackles on roster, obviously you have Taylor Decker, starter, Panay Sewell, starter, and then um, from there, Matt Nelson's played quite a bit of time in the last couple of years as a starter or a fill-in uh, second string. And then from there, you've got Dan Skipper and Darren Paulo. It's hard to say on those guys because you just don't get, they just don't get a lot of camera time and in the episodes that were on TV, they're just not a focus position, right? Yep. So, yep. hard to say what, what will come of that, but obviously rooting for the guy, I think you and I are consensus no on him. So, let's move to Pimpleton then. Yep. Are you are you, are you you locking in no? Yes. And I'm going to lock in uh, a yes to be, uh, to, to, to contrast you, because I, I actually do think he's got a chance. You think he's going to make the team? Yeah, I think with Devin Punches as a tight end, I think he can be he can he can be in there. Did you hear Simon speak up? He hasn't he hasn't made one noise while we're recording once, and as soon as you started talking yesterday, he I could hear him. We 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 read each other's thoughts. It's NVD really, but uh, he said no. So pretty much locks it in that he's not making the team because he's part lion. So he speaks for the team. I'm not. I will not. I refuse to be overridden by a cat. So we're gonna <laughs> not. We're not considering that a two to one uh, majority. That's two to but, one, dude. No, no. You get a pet. You get a pet, and then you'll have one on your side. My apartment's too Sorry. small. Mm, your heart's too small. So we'll um, we'll evaluate that these these decisions. I don't weeks. think Hard Knocks screwed up. I think Hard Knocks picked targets for a reason. I think they picked a guy that's not going to make it, and they picked a guy that will make it just so they can have one of both, right? So they I think did. They had Rodrigo. The, mm, he, I think they <laughs> wanted him to be a bubble guy, and then he turned out to be a guy that's not on the bubble. So Correct. So they're going to ride him, and now they have him and two that aren't going to make it. Yeah. Let's just hope he doesn't let it go to his head. I don't know, man. I think he can start over Anzalone. He was Anzalone was the lone linebacker that didn't play. Really? I didn't even know that. Well, in the linebackers room, he said, "I can tell you right now, this is an open open room conversation. Alex ain't gonna play. Alex is proved to be a, a lock on this roster. Everybody else, fair competition." Wow. Okay, I didn't realize he got sat for first team reps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that or he had diarrhea. <laughs> Another case of diarrhea in the league. What is going well, on? Do the trainers actually? Well, did know you what see it? Doing? I didn't. Well, Dan Dan asked Alex in the in the Hard Knocks episode if he was wearing his Depends. Oh, I did see that part. Okay. So so it was a known thing that he had. <laughs> A stomach bug or something. <laughs> That's awesome. Speaking of dirty pants, though, my God, what was Dan pulling out in that episode? That was classic. I couldn't believe it. It was almost like a true barrier football moment. He brought a prop in, and then when he unfolded it in the <laughs> the drive chalk, flies out. Oh. <laughs> What I, what were your takes on that? I, it felt like a magic trick to me. That's that's what I have written down at least. Is did you Dan think Campbell Dubs were going to come poofing out of the smoke? I didn't know what it was. Away. I knew something was going to happen. He like because <laughs> he was foreshadowing what what it was in that um, speech he was giving. So I knew something was in the pants or on the pants because he said he he didn't have pants in his locker and this is the best he could find. So. He was trying to prove a point, and I think he he did prove that point. 
I thought it was awesome. I loved it. You never know what he's always got something up his sleeve. You don't know what that. He is. he does, but let's be honest. That takes get all that 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 chalk out of the, those kind of pants. That's gonna take a while. I don't know if I'm the rebuild will last that long. Well, yeah, he's got a lovely wife at home, and <laughs> they have. Um, don't get sexist here. They have been. They've been. <laughs> I'm not going to dig myself that big of a hole. No, I, no, no. Keep talking. No, I'm Get just, just going to mention that the the uh, the dogs that were announced, um, the Campbells are in ownership of. So I think they've probably had some messes to clean up before. I was. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Uh, those dogs, they, I mean, what do, you, what do you think they weigh? Like six pounds a piece, 12 mm, pounds probably. between the two of them? What do you think? What do you think Dan's at? Dan, wait. Yeah. Oh, he's like six, five, probably just going off my guess. Six, five, 225. No more, 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 more. Six, five. I was thinking he was like 245. Yeah, I, I want to say north of 250, but. Okay, consensus. You want He's 6'5", which I, I nailed it there. I nailed his height, 6'5". That was my guess, and that is, that is official. 6'5", uh, 265. 265. I was, was going to say 6'5", 285, but that seemed way too high. So 265 seems. How many dogs would it take to make a Dan? How many of his dogs? Uh, Almost 50? More than 50. Well, yeah. Yeah, no. We're like 44? 45, yeah. 45 dogs? 45 little Dans. We need little little 45 little, what were they? Uh, Teacup something? Teacup Terrier or something? Teacup Terriers? That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. We need 45 Teacup Terriers. Can you imagine 45 Teacup Terriers running wild? Sure, you could. <laughs> sure, you could wrestle them pretty easily, though. There's a, the ankle biters, man. I, I don't know, man. 45 of them. 45 of anything is a lot. Except ants. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized uh, in my studies that Dan grew up about three and a half hours away from here. That's kind of cool. Clifton, oh, Texas. Crazy. Very cool. Clifton and Clifton. Um, Don't dash yourself. No, I know. Um, so I think that about does it for Hard Knocks. Obviously a Did great, have- great episode, but... Yes, did you have something to add, sir? No, I just I I thought you had some more others. I mean, no, I kept it a little shorter than last week. Um, I couldn't believe we we talked about the fashion from last week. I can't believe we're not going to bring up the new saying. We're going. It was my first note. It was my first note. Anti fragile. Um, Anti fragile. I did catch that. I almost wrote it down, but I didn't. That's been the first bit of uh, clothing. I think I'm, I'm not in on. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not in on the anti-fragile shirt. I'm sorry. Would you have preferred non-fragile? I I would have preferred just that that just to be X-Nade in editing. I don't think you I, I think we talked about this. The turnaround time on this is it doesn't lend itself to that quality, need, that kind of editing. We need a group think tank before we're just releasing shirts, okay? That's all I'm saying. The only other thing I was going to say, though, is Dan Campbell. I, I mean, I'm not a churchgoer myself, but if he was a preacher, I would be. I would be in there. I would ask to go more often. Oh, so that's what you meant by your comment. That wasn't a quote from the show. No, that was oh. just me personally. Well, that was that's I, I. I have to give you some credit for that one. Then that was pretty good. You agree? You agree with me though? Um. Does he not make you want to just, I mean, you might even want to run through a brick wall. I, I want to just listen to him talk. Yeah. 
he's a little he's a little too intense for my mentality, but too intense as in um not a guy that I that's not my ideal um boss or coach for me, for my type of personality. Oh, that's not your learning style. It's not my learning style. I'm a visual learner. No. Um but <laughs> Give me results and I'll be I'll be happy. Hey, I couldn't actually I couldn't agree with you more there. That's well spoken, sir. Bring me back to Earth. We're going up, we're going places is what he kinda yes, ended the, the the show and ended the post game speech with. Just might make that the title of this episode. Because <laughs> just like them, we're going up at least gradually. Gradually. Small one viewer at a time. One viewer at a time. Like and subscribe. YouTube show coming soon. <laughs> in <laughs> in development, work in progress, all around. Well, did you hear any? Uh, what do you have any league news for us that we can discuss? You know what I do. Have we, is there so, any news on Deshaun? I feel like he's yes. kind of been quiet, but I also have been swiping right on a lot of ESPN notifications. Yeah, I did. It's been a whole lot of nothing, right? But just to recap what we, we talked about it last week. We talked about Deshaun. This happened the day after we recorded is that they officially announced the 11 games. Um, we were, we games. ended the last show with kind of our discussions on whether we thought they were going to give more than six or less than a season and or where that would fall. So yeah, we've got a, an official number now at 11 and uh, what was we it, talked about this over text, but yes, we texted, texted about this um, week, week 12, of course, the Browns will be taking on the Texans. So his first game back against the Texans, you can't, you can't script this folks. No, you got to say, if they're having a terrible season, does he get the start? Well, that's just the thing. Do you bring him cold off the bench, or or do you go with whoever's been? If they do or, have a, if they do have yeah. somebody that starts for eleven weeks, consistently. What if they're? Yeah. What if they're? What if they're rolling? What if they're six and five? Yeah, I mean, that's got to be a, you know, what's, a question. What's the record? What's the record that you don't start Deshaun? Okay, so it'll be week 11. I don't know if that's after. Well, it'll be week 12. So I'm not sure when their bye is, but assuming they don't have a bye until after that. Um, so it'll be 11 games in, and you just said 6-5. and five. I think 6-5 and five probably isn't good enough. I think it's got to be 7-4. and four. Week 9 is their bye week. Okay, so how does that work? So 10 games. Oh, no, yeah. Will that be his first game back? Well, according to Adam Schefter, it is. And, I mean, do you trust him? I do. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I trust him. That's interesting. I guess I didn't know how that worked. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what, what, what did you say? Seven and four? Yeah, I think they've got to be seven and four or better. I don't think I they'll think be better than be... seven and four, though. But it's going to be 10 games? 7 and 3? 6 and 4. 6 and 4. I would say 5 and... uh, Oh, man. I would say a good 5 and 5. I don't think that's good enough. I would say a good... A 5 and 5 with flashes of, like, great games... And then they lost to like uh, a bad team, just had a fluke loss, right? You know? I think it comes down to more of the quarterback play. Record, I don't think matters as much. It obviously matters, but if if there's any question at the quarterback helm, it's going to go to Deshaun. But if if they're yeah. winning games based on defense and running back and guys outside of the QB role, uh, then it's going to be Deshaun. 
Yeah, especially after what you paid. It's a big investment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's obviously going to be, hopefully, staying in shape as as the, the that his return date approaches. So he'd be ready it to sounds go. Sounds like he's going to do at least one exercise by himself. <laughs> we there's no concern there, right? I guess not. Not anymore. So that that's about it on Deshaun. Do we have anything like non-sexual allegations in the league? Nope, not as of right now. Baker's sure. going to be the starter in Carolina. That was news. Have we found a landing spot for Kareem? Nope. Um, in other news, no Ro- Roquan Smith is going to go back to the Bears. That's one we talked about, floated around for a Detroit guy. Yep, he's officially back with the Bears. They uh, found a solution for him. At least for this year. Very good. Probably gone good after this him. year, but for now. And uh, Mason Rudolph is not a Lion, so we can pretty much throw that news out of the out of the window. And just saw yeah. an article that um, Mason Rudolph wants to be the starter in, in Pittsburgh. So got a, got a QB controversy going coming. on. Yeah, he's definitely not coming to Detroit to be a backup. That's for sure. If he's pushing for a starter. Yeah. Uh, flip a quarter on him be- between him and Mitch Trubisky. I mean, what does he want out of Pittsburgh, though? Does he want to start for a year so that he gets an offer from somebody else because he knows Kenny Pickett's coming in? <laughs> right. Who knows? As 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 hot as QBs are in the NFL, he's probably got a place that can would, would take him. But Not that's as a to starter. Be, that's well, that's to be seen. Maybe the Browns. He could probably start in New York for one of the New York teams. Let's put it that way. I don't know. Don't count DJ out just yet. <sighs> oh, no. He's out, man. <laughs> I, I agree. Danny Dimes, I... man. He's gone. I mean, he's... <laughs> let's, let's face it. Yeah, I have to agree. Face the music. In other Any news, other news? We had, uh, I saw this on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Mr. Jay Cutler shooting a shot with uh, the old Call Her Daddy co-host, getting her name right now, but she's got her own show now, obviously, the the, the dark-haired one. The, okay, I was going to say not the blonde. Not the blonde, the other one. Sophia? Sophia? That sounds right. Sophia, I think, not Sophie. Yeah, shooting yeah, a shot with her. Um, they were discussing. They were discussing his previous marriage that ended in divorce, and how um, she wanted she wanted some of uh, Jay's money, and uh, he, he he wasn't about that life. So um, he's obviously on the market, and there may be something there. I just I just had that written down. We don't have to go into that. I don't want to. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I have I have also that um, Manti Teo is a hero. Oh goodness me! I forgot. I stayed up all night watching this documentary. Couldn't sleep one evening. Threw it on, and I I could tell you what I thought going into it was that. I mean, I I remembered what I think everybody remembers is that he made up his girlfriend. And that she died, but he made it all up. Turns out that's wrong. He got just the old school catfished. And I had this discussion with some people here before the documentary came out. And I thought, you know, this is going to be interesting because back then, you would catfishing wasn't really a thing. And they, 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 they alluded to that quite a bit of times in the, in the episode or in the doc. And I was thinking about it though. It, it was true. It, it was before you could screenshot pictures and save things from Instagram and Facebook as easily as you can now. So easy to make a fake profile now, but back then it was people weren't a doing it one and two. It wasn't as easy. Correct. Well, I, I will say, Manti Teo, he could catfish somebody. That man has gone through every every iteration of his life. He's looked extremely difficult, different from mm. the one before. He looked. From high school to college, he looked like two different people. And then when he showed, we were shown in the documentary, he looked like two different people from college to now. You yeah. can tell he's definitely had some work on those teeth. 
Yeah, he's and his hair is a lot better. Yes, agreed. his haircut in his college was 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 dog water. <laughs> yeah, I'm so over his teeth. Well, yeah, he looked like he was gnawing on like dead animal, just all of the bone, just chewing off of it. That Polynesian culture, man, that's just different. It is, man. It was just those teeth. Good for him, though. And his father. Good for his father. What a change. That whole documentary had, had like, people that have just shifted completely different in looks. Because there was the <laughs> father. There was the literal um, um, Cat Fisher. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank on the first name. I want to say. Renaya was. Re- the, Renaya? The, the, the given name is Renaya. And I think the name now is Naya. I think just it's the second half of Renaya. I think it's just Naya. Okay, I didn't catch that part, so so forgive me if I if I get that wrong. But um, yeah, there was that complete transformation: the father and Manti himself. I feel like there was one other that I drew note, but I'm drawing a blank on it now. But several people just 180 shifts and likes. Yeah, well, that dad. I don't know what he did, but good. For yeah, I mean, he was man. big. He was big when big Ma- big Teo Te- was in or Manti was in college, he, he had the, he had that, he had to have lost, I don't know, a hundred pounds or more. Oh, I, I mean, he was probably what? 450? I don't know how tall he is, but yeah, he was north of three, probably north of four. I, yeah, I just don't know how, if it's further or not. It's hard to say. But good for him either way. Good for him either way. I mean, it was very impressive, and it wasn't like he looked bad either. He looked fit and like muscular. Yeah, no, like people like that lose weight sometimes, and you can tell that they've been through yes, some shit. That they were, you can tell that they looked bigger, like their head didn't fit their body. But well, he I looked thought... good, like he like he just lifted into it. Good yeah, yeah, him. like did it the right way. Correct and. You know, I thought it was interesting. I looked this up afterwards because I wasn't sure if how they how they how they line this up as far as the documentary goes. Like they lined these people up separately and then recorded one and then recorded another one, and if they had seen each other at all. But I, I guess, uh, according to Entertainment Tonight, that Manti had requested that Naya not. Yeah, Naya be in the included in the documentary, so it was it was per his request that we mm, got I we got that side that of it because it would have been vastly wow. different, I think, without that side of it. Couldn't agree more. And <laughs> the voices were, were what I, there were several times in that documentary where I was just flabbergasted. <laughs> at, at these these voices, that, like I agree. I don't. I, don't, I I probably heard them at the time, but I didn't realize they released all the voicemails. Like I was in the boat like you, where I thought, Oh, I just didn't like Notre. I hated Notre Dame and I hated, I hated him so much. And we were just dumb, like 18 year olds at the time. We didn't, we didn't know what we didn't know as 18 year olds. And I just hated him. And I was like, Oh, he totally faked it. But I didn't realize the the voices. Michigan. I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't realize the voices were, um, so that believable, yeah. So well done on that part, I, especially. I mean, the fact that he was like when she was, you know, like in the car crash, dying in the at the at the at the bedside, and he was like handing the phone to the nurse, and he could hear her talking through a mask. Not the nurse, but um, uh, yeah, Linnea. man, like that's crazy. Yeah, but but what's crazy? So I I was trying to put myself in his shoes and like deciding like if I would fall for that as well. To an extent, yes, but like not meeting her after all those years that mm-hmm. that was what was crazy to me. That was like that was the red flag. Yeah, I think he was so busy with football though too, and I think you're right. But um... I mean, I understand, but not once. No, right. Uh, the time to meet would would be when they played USC because she is from California. But I think I think a good point that was brought up to me is that he was just 
he didn't want he probably didn't want a girlfriend full time because it would take away from his focus of football. So this kind of worked out for him in a weird kind of way where he was he could have like a little bit of affection and have somebody there for him, but also just remain solely focused on football with just texting and calling. Right. I mean, I can see that. I can 100% see that. That, that was brought up to me by someone else, and I, I kind of opened my mind up to it. I was like, yeah, that does. It does. But still, th- what was it, three years? Yeah, I I don't know the official. It was at least two. Well, I can tell you what's crazier than not meeting or getting catfished. The crazier part in that whole documentary is him like being set on USC and then 180 to Notre Dame. Because what? of that uh because of the counselor, right? Yeah, but like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, that it's a big was, switch that up. Was crazier to me. It's a big switch up, but I mean, he. I he, mean, did he even visit Notre Dame? No, it doesn't sound like it because he got to I, South Bend and realized he may have made a mistake. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what are you doing? He was following God, man. I ditch him. I led you into the wrong place, my guy. I think it's a. It's a. I think he probably was bigger at Notre Dame, though. Like in, in USC, he probably would have got lost in the in the mix a little bit more, right? Like you, it's easier to be the star and the man on campus when you're in South Bend and not in LA. I mean, you got to win games regardless. Yeah, but I'm talking just the 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 pimp, the, the the posh and you know the, that side of things, like off the field. I don't know, man. I think if he's winning games, he didn't seem like he was too big man on campusy type guy. Yeah, but like as a defensive winning... player, you're already a setback from an offensive guy. Like, obviously, Matt Liner and Reggie Bush were huge at, at USC and like worldwide known during their college years. But name me somebody on defense that played at USC ever. I, I mean, I agree with you, but ever. Yeah. If you would have had the same success, then name one. I think you could do it. <laughs> you can't name a defensive USC player off the top of your head. Probably not. I See? mean, I know the Lions drafted three. You think you're going to remember Manti Teo if you can't remember anybody that's ever played at USC ever? Off the top of your head? Obviously, I think I if you remember. thought about it, you could think of somebody. But, like, off the top of your, off I the bet top you of your if head. You faked you... A, I bet you if you faked a girlfriend and then faked your death, I'd remember him. Oh, well. No doubter. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I hate this dude. I, to, to, to get off topic a little bit, I hate to say it. I did laugh when. <laughs> oh, God, it's coming back to me. <laughs> when they started talking about the memes. Oh, yeah. I, do, I definitely dad, remember that. His dad gave out the little whimper and was like, and then the memes started coming out. And then it just did like a montage of them. I did giggle. <laughs> I'm sorry, because, man. Die. Because it was because we lived it, like, and we were at an age where we could appreciate the memes because we were we were like in the meme culture 100. percent Agreed. At that like, age. it kind of took me back. Like, I remembered seeing them. Well, those early internet memes were just were so it was so basic back then. It was just you know it was like bad luck Brian, like um. Uh, I can't think of other super right high now. guy. Yeah, like all those OG memes, and now it's so much different in the in the world. But like people were doing the the tailing where they were standing or like sitting next to nobody and putting their arm around because it was it was it was not too long it after was planking. Planking, planking. Yes. Yes. Yep, yes, there it is. And, and it was around it, that same time because I think planking was like 2012, 2013, and this was. Right around that time. No, planking was like 2009. No, no, no. Yes, no, dude. No, no. You can't, you can't make up that stuff to the viewers, listeners. I don't know, dude. History is won by those who die last. Oh, sh- began in 2008. Uh oh. Well, but it didn't become popular <laughs> till 2011. Ish. Eleven. No, I, don't I don't know. Probably 2009 ish. 
Looks like 2011. That is, it does not. <laughs> Planking started in 2008 in New Zealand. But the phenomenon started to gain momentum across the country in March of 2011. Liar. I'm looking at knowyourmeme.com. Show me a better source. What are you looking at? Wikipedia? No. Tom Fine. Green uploaded I'll, I'll a YouTube concede. video. I'll concede for, for the sake of argument. I'll concede. I bow down. A million <sighs> apologies, sir. 2011 is when we... We were broadcasters. Still broadcasters. So Look at us never now. Stopped. Never stopped. Uh, I think I, I think I'll allow a little bit of a sneak peek into the season. We've we've discussed this as a co-host, and during during regular season games, we want to make a segment because during the regular season, these episodes will start coming out Sunday night, Monday ish. Right after the game. Monday mornings, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I just don't have a, a, a work job to go to on Monday morning. I can just totally dedicate my life, right? That's what I'm telling the viewers, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to up my salary for that. But <laughs> but it, it, the, the thing we want to do is during the games, most of their games are on Sundays this season. So during the game, we'll record a short segment during halftime going through our thoughts and going through where we recapping, not necessarily recapping, but our uh, consensus on what we thought happened this in the first half. This is in the action, live. Emotional. Reporting. Yes. Vit- in the moment. Vitral. Living. Dying. Uh, Visceral. Already dead, most likely. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. We could we could put it on a scale of if we, you know, maybe How they're close up to death. Maybe maybe they're up twenty-one to three, and we're feeling good, and we feel like it's going to be a win. And uh, other times it would, might be thirty-four to feeling like seven. gravity was turned off a little bit. We can jump a little higher. And what we want to do is lose. record each of our um, confessionals, I guess you call it, separately. So we're not going to be able to sway our our respective co-hosts one way or the other. So I would record my own solo Andrew would record his own solo. And then we'll put those together in the final episode. Yeah. Just like picture you like write a note to future self and mail it to your future self, but you mailed it to the wrong spot. You mailed it to Santa Claus. Yeah. You mailed to the wrong person, but then like, you met up with that person and had coffee and read each other's letters together. Anonymous. That's a good metaphor for it. Not anonymous. <laughs> Anonymously anonymous, but it'll be entertaining, I think. And if we hate the fact that they're solo, we'll just record one together so we have each other's bias to go off with. We'll go well, yeah, we can we can just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. What are you talking about? It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what we might be saying come, you know, like week 12. We might be thinking, man. We need another draft pick. We we need, (laughs) we need, we need a lot of things. We need a bye week right about now, huh? Yeah. The the bye week's, bye week is, um, what week is the Lions bye week? Usually they have an early one, but week six, yep, that's another early one. Oh, that is early. Wow. I believe that's the first week of buys now that the season's longer. That it's is, week five or week that six, that's early. the buys. So, yeah, I think it has to do with the fact that they have the Thanksgiving game in there because mm-hmm. they, they get like a almost bye week there, right? Pretty much, yep. Um, so that's, I think it always kind of centers around that because they don't want to give them a buy around in the, in, in the, um, Thanksgiving game is obviously right around mid season. So. Correct. Yeah. Um, can't go that, that late. Can't go what? Can't go that late for a buy. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying. I know. 
I know. I know. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on to week oh, three. Should we also tell everybody uh, what episode we'll be giving our season predictions in? You know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was thinking that in my head, and I, we got we got down a, a, a nasty road, and um, I, I, I it slipped my mind. But so I've, two weeks from now, that's when we'll be doing it because next week will be another preseason recap, hard knocks recap. The following week Correct. will be then you we'll got be, Labor Day. We'll be moving into yeah, so September the fourth or something like that. Ahead uh, of the mm-hmm. not September fourth, September seventh. Ahead of the mm-hmm. ahead of the weekend, September seventh will be the day before the opening game, um, the Thursday night game on the eighth, and then obviously all the other teams play on Sunday and Monday, the eleventh and the twelfth. So that week before is when we will drop our predictions for not only the Lions but uh, the NFC North as well. Yeah, afterthoughts, but whatever. Focused on the Lions, and maybe we'll do the whole league. We won't. Maybe Oof. we won't necessarily go through all of them, but that's that's a discussion. We'll start with day. the. We'll start with the North. Winter is coming. I was. Oh, wow, you read my mind. That shows back. <laughs> yes, it is. Never watched it, but maybe I should while uh-huh. I have HBO. On the docket, yeah. Give a give it a whirl with the free trial. Yeah, I only have a week or two left. All right, this is just a side side note for me. Is TJ Hawkinson ever going to cut that hair? Um, no. Maybe if they win a Super Bowl, he'll cut it. I'm going to be honest like, with you. I feel like, like it doesn't fit him. Maybe that's his style, and I don't know it, but it just feels like it doesn't fit him. Yeah, like he's trying to be different or trying to be like the long hair guy. Yes, if I feel like that's the vibe I'm getting, yes. Like he wants to be... Um, like, oh, that's the ponytail guy. Uh, no, he wants to be um, Kittle. Yeah, I guess I could see it a little bit, but he's got the curly hair. Yeah, he can. He, he's a little more natural with it. We've got the mane going on. Maybe that's why he's got it. Grew out his lion's mane. I think he didn't grow it out until he went to tight end you, so... Take that as you will. Oh, okay. There we go. I just couldn't picture him with short story. hair, though. I can only if he if he had short hair, I feel like he'd be a businessman. Like well, and, you know, kind of faux hockey. And by short hair, I mean like obviously he had short hair when he was drafted, or shorter hair when he was drafted. But I I just don't picture him like a buzz cut kind of guy. I just I think that would look weird. But I I, I think it's equally as weird what he's got going on right now too. So it. He's kind yeah, of he kind of no doesn't have a hairstyle for him. I don't think. I think this is <laughs> as close as it gets. It. This is as close as it gets. My uh, my last note that I had, if we're gonna touch back just quickly on hard knocks, uh, was the Lady Lions notes. Um, of course. Uh, she, I I believe she was referring to Deuce Staley, that he he really needs to stop sometimes and just catch his breath before he continues yelling. Well, I think that was the biggest takeaway from the Lady Lions. It's pretty evident when he lost his voice at the the, <laughs> the Colts joint practice. She gave. I I walked away to brush my teeth and I came back to get a full recap and up and a play by play re reenactment of Deuce Staley. And uh, she was out of breath. <laughs> it was very high pitched. It, it sounded like something I've heard before, but I can't really put my finger on what it was. But it it took me to took me to a place I can't figure out what it was. But yeah, uh, he he does yell a lot, so it doesn't make it doesn't make um, it makes a lot of sense, I guess that that would happen, um, especially when Jamal's trying to fight the entire Colts organization. I. Hey man, one brawl and you're out of here. Evaluation's over. <laughs> uh, Jamal, Jamal wanted to flirt that line as best he could. I... <laughs> he kept stepping over the say. line, waiting, waiting for that for that leash to be pulled, and he, he felt like he was times. baiting. 
He was. But I will say, I will say Dan did say, you know, I want you to tow that line, but don't cross it. Right. He was towing the line, man. He was doing exactly what his coach told him. You've got to find the line to know where the line is. I think he found it. <laughs> I think he found it. And then some. I think he found it. I think he found it. And I don't think they're doing any more joint practices from here. I don't I don't think, right? They're not doing joint practices with the Steelers. Oh, I I believe I thought they were, but um maybe not. Well if they were to do that, it would have been today. Yeah, I assume they were, but yeah, you're right. I didn't hear any news, so probably not. Uh just do a quick Google. No. No, I think they um I think we'll wrap it up here, but I think the last thing we can say is the Lions are obviously on Sunday. We'll take on the Steelers at 3.30 Central. And uh, the thing to look for, I think, is I saw today. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> breaking news. just had a story come across the wire. I don't know if you've seen it. Today at the Oakland A's game. A guy seems to be receiving um, oral satisfaction in the top row baseball game. Well, nobody goes <laughs> to those games, so I'm sure he's got the entire section to himself. There is one, two, four other people in the picture other than those two. That, it, it makes total sense in Oakland. That's, I mean, they don't have the Raiders anymore, so... All the all the crazy fans that were the Raiders fans have to go somewhere for sports, and there's your there's your answer where they go. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh, good for him. Yeah, I think love is love. I think I got nothing on. Um, sure, I, just I, like I, I'm him? trying to come up with a clever pun for that, but I don't have anything. Other than well, I mean, what it really should be is like just like him, we should end this. You know, I I, here's 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 where I've got it. Did I fuck up the delivery just like he did? I've got something here. You know, it's one thing to do that at the the Oakland A's game, but I think that would fit better at a Blue Jays game, if you know what I mean. Nope, over my head. B J. Blue J. I think you gotta say it like the a blue jobs. I mean Jay's game. <laughs> okay. I just when you thought it couldn't get worse. Yeah, okay, it was a stretch. Uh, Steer A for effort. A for effort well, for you. Well and good for, for them. Good for them. We couldn't promote love more on the show. But maybe make love a little more private. Maybe you know? maybe don't break the law. Trying to make love. Yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good take on on not kink shaming. So this this episode has been all over the place. We we tried to segment the one last time. I think we did a good job, but we were also super dry. So maybe this is better. It's just shooting the shit. We, we I don't I've, think I've we got something. Else. I don't think we found the middle. But yes, no. But we're also finding the line. <laughs> yes, we're towing. We are towing. We're towing and we're going places. So, um, we're a just, pulled, just pulled up we're the, a we're the, a we're the a line. Of, we're a sorry. Are you done? <laughs> I'm done. No, I'm sorry. I was good. I just pulled up the 53 man roster projection from Lionswire, uh, the blog on USA Today Sports. Um, yeah, yeah. Give me those receivers. Is pimp in? So we've got we've got two rounds of cuts already in the books, obviously, and now it'll be the next one will be down to um, fifty three. So the big one, obviously. Um, see, they've got Jared Goff as the starter with Tim Boyle, not Dan Blau or Dan Blau, David Blau. So that's a that's a questionable one for me. But they they've they seen crazy. other stuff. Um, uh, the rest are all. I mean, we all kind of know. It uh, looks like they don't have Funchess as a as a tight end, so they're saying I he's gone. I forgot about Funchess. Mm-hmm. He's not going to make the team because of the shoulder injury? Probably not. Oh, I wonder how bad it was. 
And um, they have Chark, St. Brown, and Reynolds as starters at wide receiver. The reserves, Khalif Raymond, Quintez Cephas, and Trinity Benson. Trinity Benson. So they're not even saying Reynolds. Or did you say Reynolds? No, Tim? yeah, Reynolds is in there. Reynolds is one of the starters. Chark, St. Brown, and Reynolds are the three starters. At least. Oh, so his two touchdowns earned him a starter job, huh? No, no, Projected? no, 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 no. Um, the old Timmy's not on, or Tommy's not on here. Who am I thinking of? Who, who is that? Tom Kennedy, the white boy. Who? Tom Josh Tom Reynolds Kennedy, is the I'm one sorry. from number eight from last year. Sorry, they picked up. Yes, they picked up from the Rams, and that was like instant, instant, um, instant connection between him and Goff. Yes. Okay. My, he really my stepped apologies. it up last year for the wide receiver core that was lacking. My apologies. So Kennedy was did not make the cut. Nope. But this also has them only bringing six, and I feel like they could bring seven. Well, who do they have at uh, kick returners? Probably so, still a couple more in there. Yeah, they have. Um, well, they don't have them. They don't have. They have the long snapper, punter, and kicker, but they don't have returners on here. Hmm. Usually, I feel like they have that and sneak a couple in there. No, they have Pimpleton listed as practice squad, so they think he's going to get cut but get moved to the practice squad. I'm assuming Kennedy is the same thing. It's hard to say. They have, they say Tom Kennedy could edge out either or both of them, and it would not be the least bit surprising, but I've got Kennedy out for now. Wow. Man, what else can he do to prove himself, huh? He's going to have to go back to lacrosse. <laughs> professional man <laughs> that he needs to make the team just so they can make that um, lacrosse comment and uh, make the connection to Chris Hogan who was also white and played lacrosse and was a wide receiver correct for the Patriots probably, nonetheless so a Belichick probably is, is always something they want to tie in probably Cooper Cup comparisons in there too no Cooper Cup's on another level man I don't know, man. Cooper Cup's going to get mentioned. He he ate breakfast with Matthew Stafford every morning. He's People not forget that. The same year he had. People forget that, man. You think Never you think forget. you think Jared Goff and and St. Brown are having breakfast every morning? I don't. No, but uh, they're probably like wave to each other on the way to the cafe. Like, what's up, man? Probably. I mean, there's obviously a connection there. All right. So what? What can yeah, they? What can we the wrap it up. Expect? Yeah. What? What can they? What can they? Uh, be in store for? We're gonna have more and more information as we get closer to the regular season, and we'll get the final nails in the coffin after this upcoming game against the Steelers on Sunday. And so it's gonna mm-hmm. about it's about to get way more interesting. Yes, sir. We got. We're gonna have a lot of cuts to talk about too. I think if um, Templeton and Easy get cut, I think uh, I think one of us has to cut off an eyebrow. No, <laughs> but uh, how about this? Uh, you can Venmo me a dollar when that does happen. That's fair. I'm correct. That's fair. I think Pimp makes oh. the team. I I think not. He's gonna have a breakout game against the Steelers. Putting stock in it. I couldn't hope for that to happen more. It's a good way to put don't it. Buy it. That's a good way. That's very politically correct of you. I just don't. I don't see it happening. I don't see him being able to do enough to edge out who that projected starter list is. Yeah, it, it all depends on how many receivers they take, and so we'll, okay. it's all speculation but, for now. We'll get our answers soon enough, and. uh I'm probably going to have to bend my you, but I'm going to stick to my guns for now. <laughs> yes, sir. I said well, what hey, I said. Be, I've got a golf outing coming up, so I'll, I'll just turn that right into alcohol for you. Oh, good for you. Honor. Good I'll for you. I'll just shout out your name before I, before I do it, too. Please do. Just make it something <laughs> Make it something good, not like Fireball or something. 
All right, we'll think on it. We'll think on it. All right. Well, we're going to end the show with uh, the same song we introed with because why not hear it twice? We got to get it stuck in their minds. And it's good. Let and, it hit. And uh, we'll let uh, Tommy. Are you ready to see that? Tommy's. Okay, Tommy. Tommy's. Okay. <sighs> Tommy, I'm going to walk out if you don't figure it out. He's he's um. He's pulling it up right now, so we're gonna give him a little bit of time. All right, but meow. For now, we will see you next meow. time. And what do you usually say at the end, Andrew? Meow. No, that's not it. But uh, we're going up. We're going up. Meow.